Have you ever felt like life is so exhausting? Like if it were a push-up, you would totally be giving up and falling flat on your face. If you've ever felt that way, you are not alone. And today I'm bringing on a special guest and he's going to talk to us about something called killer push-ups and battle buddies and what that has to do with carrying on when you are too weak to keep pushing and keep going. Stay tuned. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tamara's Takeaway. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson on the Stories of Hope and Hard Times podcast. And as I was preparing today's takeaway episode, I tried recording something and it just wasn't right. And so I pray about every episode that I release and I felt like I should invite my husband on, Justin Anderson, to tell a story from his life that has not only impacted me, but I think will have a positive impact on you as well. So, Justin, welcome on to the show. <laughs> it's really good to be here. I love you. Love you, too. So, Justin, as a little bit of background, served for many years in the Army National Guard, and he had an, a really interesting experience in basic training that I'd love for him to share with you today. So, Justin, why don't you take us back to your earlier years? Well, thanks. Um when uh, when I joined the National Guard, I was um, fortunate to be um, able to join while I was still in high school. So that was a very uh, interesting start to my uh, Army career. Um, part of the starting was then to work right, right away with your National Guard unit, which I did, in preparing me for the training that was coming up. And so, I don't know, probably about six, seven months later is when I went to go do my basic training. And everybody in the military, no matter what branch, has to do a basic training. And so I, I was sent to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri to do my basic training. And there you're supposed to learn a variety of skills and abilities just to basically be a soldier. That's the, the phrase. When I went there, I was just finished high school. As a matter of fact, I had graduated less than a week before I went to basic training. And so it was quite a quick experience for me. And I was young still, and I was to 17. And uh, it was a really interesting experience to learn about um, yourself, both as your mental fortitude, but also it was a great place to learn more about your spirituality. So when I first um, started going to church in, in the army, um, it was just a great way to get away from people yelling at you. So it was very refreshing. And um, we also had three hours to get away from them, which was fantastic. And so a lot of people really took advantage of that. And but I noticed later on in, in the basic training, people were less and less going to church and just using that time for personal reasons. And uh, I was really reflecting on what was happening to me, because sometimes you can have things happen to you that you don't notice at the moment, but you start to realize things are different. Um, so in my faith, uh, I, I grew up um, believing in God and going to church regularly and being actively involved in the in the activities and the, the work that happens in the church. 
And I really believed it strongly. I, I felt I had answers to my prayers, that God was there, the things that I believed were true. Um, and so it was really great to go into this experience having those feelings. But um, I found a time when I really had to make choices as far as what I was going to be as an adult versus how I was just raised to act as a child um, uh, through the great example of my parents and others. So what I found was an interesting analogy that had happened. Um, not only are you being challenged mentally, but you're very challenged physically. And one of the things that they do is teach you how to do a push-up. And so I think all of us believe we know how to do one, but um, they actually teach you a proper method and so forth to help um, do a correct push-up. One of the things that they taught us were ways to build your strength was uh, something we all know about, and that's to take your muscle right up to the point of full exhaustion and then push it harder and, uh, and break those muscles down so they can build back up and become stronger. And one of the ways they did that was with a process called the killer push-up. And uh, um, it, it is as awful as it sounds. And so what would happen and what happened the first time with me, uh, we did a killer push-up. is you had a, a, a battle buddy that was uh, you chose in your workouts. And that person was to stand over you as you did a push-up, literally over your body. And so as you did your push-ups, they were there. And there was a towel on the ground underneath you, just rolled up and so forth. And as you got more and more exhausted after you'd done, you know, 20, 30, 40 push-ups, you start to really rest and you're going down and pretty soon you're getting to the point where you're starting to shake and you can't really do much more. That's when they reach down and grab the towel or sometimes they grab you. In this case, the guy grabbed the towel and would start to pull you up as you pushed. So you're still doing muscle work, but you're getting help along the way and you're doing more than you could possibly do. And uh, the first guy that I picked the first day for killer pushups was a good friend of mine who was five foot six, 120 pounds dripping wet. And I was a bigger guy and he couldn't pick me up very well. And so what ended up happening is, is he was getting a really strong workout to the point that um, well, he dropped me. <laughs> so my arms aren't strong enough. And so I'm doing these face plants into the ground. And uh, so killer pushups meant a lot to me as it, you know, started hurting me in lots of different ways. Well, we got done and, and your arms are destroyed. Uh, but also I was a little scared after the experience. Um, and so I, I learned um, the next time we were doing killer pushups, I ran over and grabbed a guy who was huge. He had played football uh, for some time at a college and then he had come into the army and he was massive, massive, strong guy. But we did the same experience. We did the pushups and my arms got totally exhausted to the point where I just really couldn't do anything else. And he grabbed me, just grabbed me on my shoulders and my side and just started lifting me. And my arms were pushing at first. Pretty soon they were just kind of like marionette, you know, they were just there moving, but nothing was happening. My hands just stood still and he just sat and lifted me for a whole bunch of times. So I did push-ups forever and he never dropped me, never crushed my face. Um, but I got in a tremendous workout and, um, but I was safe in the process too. And when I, um, thought about that experience later on, I learned a lot of important things and that's picking your battle buddy wisely. Um, so you can get the experience of being challenged and pushed 
um, at the same point, you're not going to completely fall off and smash your face. And so that, that was the physical learning that I had had. But when I, um, when I thought about my experiences in basic training, I had used that time too to also become much closer to God and Jesus Christ. Um, the things that mattered more to me were like the hymns made a lot more personal feeling to me. I remember listening to this beautiful hymn in church, and I didn't have a hymn book to take with me. And so I sat and wrote it down in my little army manual, the words, so I could read them throughout the week um, to bring me strength. And the, the hymn talked a lot about Jesus Christ and, and his sacrifice for us. And my prayers became more heartfelt around um, being able to be both physically and mentally strong through this experience, but also spiritually strong in helping other people and myself. And I started to bridge that analogy of my killer push-up to my spiritual experiences that happened there in basic training. Um, I had gone in and I had done what I could do, and I was strong um, spiritually. I'd been given a great foundation but I needed to grow and stretch my spiritual muscles. And the way to stretch them is to take them to exhaustion. And they did. But instead of picking a, a weak battle buddy, that could be a, a great minister or a great philosopher or something like that, they're still human. They still are going to not support me the way they did. I noticed I actually, in my mind and heart, chose Jesus Christ to help me. Um, I would think about him. I would ask for his help. I would ask for his support. And all of a sudden, my relationship to him um, it deepened. And it got a lot stronger. And in the process, he helped me um, get through the experience in a way that um, I didn't just survive, but I was able to thrive and grow as well spiritually. And so that's my killer push-up analogy that came through as I did my experiences in the military. Yeah, I've always loved that story. And I, I think it's especially poignant and pertinent to everybody to everybody out there, because we're all going to hit points in our life when, when whatever we're doing, we don't we're not strong enough to keep going on our own merits. And we at that point need to choose Christ as our battle buddy, somebody big and strong who never is going to drop us on our face, but he's going to help us keep going and build that those spiritual resilience muscles that we each need in whatever circumstance we're in. It doesn't take weakness to make that choice. It actually takes wisdom to make it as soon as possible um, that you will lean on God for all your help. Um, uh, so I encourage everybody to please, you know, if, if you feel like you're you're hurting, you're doing things alone, um, you don't need to, um, to start choosing now for, for that help. How have you been able to apply the principles of using Christ as your battle buddy in your life since you learned this lesson? Uh, well, I'm not going to say I'm perfect with it, um, but uh, it, it at least helped me start to remember and understand um, foundations of what I needed to do in my life. So I, I remember when I did a volunteer uh, mission for my church, and I got really sick, um, uh, being able to lean on the Lord heavily to help things get done that I just couldn't do. Um, it was really amazing experience to see a lot of, uh, miracles and blessings happen way out of my control. 
and just to lean on the Lord uh, in the, that kind of a place. I think uh, I think also I've tried to do it within my work, um, and it's I think it's kind of a secret weapon in the work world where when I try to do something that's big or, or different, uh, I try to seek inspiration. And then also, you know, if that inspiration comes, then I try to put the trust in that, that, that that's what the Lord can and will do if I continue to do what I can do. Um, so that's another example. And then with my family as well, uh, I, I try to find Christ in the things that they do um, or the things that they say. I've got a great family who has a lot of faith and does a lot of great things. And so sometimes it's not bleeding out with that as much as using that lens to be able to see and learn what I'm experiencing is uh, the power of Christ in our lives already happening. So I don't know if any of those make sense. No, they do. That's fantastic. And it's interesting how you've been able to apply it in different situations, not only at home, but at work. Um, And when you we're serving a volunteer mission. So it's it's really cool that you've been able to apply it. And I've been able to apply the same principle. Just I, I'd never thought of it as having Christ as my battle buddy before, but I really like that phrase. And I like the mental image of the push-ups and him standing over you and just really helping you through that. Because that's what life is really like, especially in the hard times. I mean, I think he leaves us to do a lot of the lifting when we can on our own, but to know that he's there to catch us when we're weak or feel like we're going to fall flat on our face, it's it's a comforting thought. I think that sometimes it happens to people and they might not see it at the moment too. Um, when we did those push-ups and I had that super powerful battle buddy, I wasn't doing many push-ups for a while. It was just emotion. It looked like I was doing something from a distance, but we knew the truth. And how many times does that happen in our lives, right? Where uh, something incredible happens and people are like, wow, good job. You did such a great thing. And in reality is it wasn't me, you know, Uh, um, and that's a great time to see and thank uh, God for his support. Uh, so I, I think I don't think it always is a proactive. I think more than often we might be pretty reactive and realizing, wow, look how much um, you did for me when I just couldn't do it. Mm, yeah, no, that's 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 a really good point, because sometimes we'll look back on points in our life. And I've had people ask me, how did you survive those younger years with Jacob and Nathan and when they were so hard? And And I honestly look back and it's because Christ was doing a lot of the heavy lifting at that point, because. I I was completely worn out. So, and you were right there with me. There were pretty. <laughs> there were some really long nights there. Lots of prayers happened with the kids crying at night. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So, Justin, before we close here, what are some of the ways you feel you yoke yourself to the Savior, um, so that when these hard times happen, He's already a part of your relationship. What, what things do you do on a daily basis or, or how do you make sure that that yoke with Christ stays on? Yeah, I think uh, it go back to the, the push-up days. Um, in the military, we didn't have uh, extensive weight rooms and <clears throat> anything that was, you know, pull, 
pulls or things like that to to build our stamina or strength but it was a lot of push-ups and sit-ups and running right the, really those three things and that's what they test you on in the end but when I got through with that basic training and I went back to um, school and got on a, a weight set I was much stronger I could lift a lot more weights and so I think uh, coming to uh, God and Jesus Christ are just like that they are the basics and those basics that have helped me and helped me in those times were sincere prayer. And that might mean that you're extremely honest and open um, with, with God, that things aren't going well, I'm not doing good. I don't think you're helping me, you know, anything you have to do, have a real honest conversation um, or where can I see how you're helping me and ask for things like that. That, that authentic relationship can happen in daily prayer. And then, um, and then daily scripture study. There's, we have such a, a robust amount of, of information available to us through the scriptures. And uh, I was just reading from the book of Acts today. And the, the courage of Paul um, is something that we all can learn from. And it's just a small lesson for today. And uh, I'll get another devotional tomorrow of something else out of that. And, and how they leaned upon God and, and Christ through all these type of things. So uh, those two things and then going to church um, and, and don't just go there because you have to be there or should be there, but go there to see how you can help someone else. And you might be surprised if you go to church and you smile and talk to someone, what a big difference that might be in their life. And you might not even know. So you can really do a lot of great things with those three basics. Awesome. I love that. And those are, those are little bite-sized things we can tackle every day. And I, and I think it's going to look different for each of us at different points in our life. I know as a young mother, it was really hard for me to get a super in-depth scripture study in, um, like I do now with my kids grown. And so back then it was just teeny tiny bite-sized prayers and teeny tiny bite size bits of scripture. And now since I'm at a different point, that looks totally differently. I'm able to dive into things and spend, I don't know, half an hour reading and studying. And so time and season. So if you're at a point when a verse is enough, then realize that is your all and God recognizes your all and will bless you, you know, so do what you can yeah. and trust that time will come when when perhaps you can do more so it might be it might be the motions at times you might literally be looking like you're doing a push-up <laughs> but just keep doing it you'll become very powerful you will now you have a bible verse that that kind of ties into that would you mind sharing that before we close the scripture that i i really enjoy um actually um, later in my military experience i was back at school and then we were activated for a desert storm uh, and shield back in those days and in, in the early 90s and i had a friend that gave me a really sweet card that had a few scriptures in it and as i read the one of the scriptures that she gave me um it was uh transforming to me it really helped me again refocus my faith and so it's from the book of isaiah chapter 12 verse 2 i'm going to read it just so i get it right but it says behold god is my salvation i will trust and not be afraid for the lord jehovah is my strength and my song and he has also become my salvation <clears throat> and that uh that was the scripture that 
help me focus my my faith and efforts where they should be on uh, God and Jesus Christ and and uh, I'm grateful for that. Awesome. Thanks so much for being willing to share that story. And for those of you who are struggling, I invite you to pick Christ as your battle buddy today and cling to him forever for the rest of your life because he will indeed bear you up and you can trust in him as Justin just shared and not be afraid. And if any of you have other questions that you have that you'd love to have me answer on the Stories of Hope and Hard Time podcast, I invite you to reach out to me. You can find my contact information on my website, tamarickanderson.com. And I'll be happy to answer or dive into some of your questions as well. I love getting the feedback that I've been getting from you, and I encourage you to keep reaching out. All right, guys, have a wonderful day and hope on. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of powerful stories of hope. I know there are many of you out there who are going through a hard time, and I hope you found useful things that you can apply to your own life in today's podcast. If you would like to access the show notes of today's show, please visit my website, storiesofhopepodcast.com. There you will find a summary of today's show, the transcript, and one of my favorite takeaways. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this episode with them. Maybe there was a story shared or a quote or a scripture verse that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this podcast. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help you bear the burden. And above all else, remember God loves you.